What is up, everybody? Welcome to the CTE podcast. This is Jacob, not Camden. Unfortunately, Camden and Trey, our college boys, cannot join us for this episode. They are deep in that finals grind, but it's okay. You've got me, Jacob. You've got Sawyer Evans here. Sawyer, how's it going? It's going good. Ready to talk about these receivers. Yes. Tonight, we are going to cover this draft class wide receivers. And so we've been looking forward to this. I know Sawyer is a wide receivers guy. And so he has been geeking right. out over these guys, looking forward to it. And so we are super excited to talk with you guys tonight about this wide receiver class. Uh, before we get started, I wanted us to cover a little bit of news. And we're not going to talk about Debo Samuel. We're not going to talk about the free agents. I know every football podcast is talking about that right now. But I did see something today that uh, got me a little excited. And so Sawyer, uh, his occupation, do you want to share with everybody what you do? I work at Chick-fil-A. Works at Chick-fil-A. We're a couple mm-hmm. of God-fearing Carolina boys. So you know we love our Chick-fil-A. I used to work at Chick-fil-A. And so I saw some Chick-fil-A news today. Sorry, do you know what I'm about to bring up? I don't think I do. So back in 2016, Chick-fil-A broke my heart as much as I love Chick-fil-A because they removed the spicy chicken biscuit from their menu. And ever since then, I've talked about all the time how much I miss their spicy chicken biscuit. Like a chicken biscuit's good, but a spicy chicken biscuit was delicious. But they announced today that the spicy chicken biscuit is back. Bro, do you want to know something that's going to make you feel very sad and kind of ruin this for you? Sure, man. Please don't do that. We have had spicy chicken biscuits ever since I've been working at my Chick-fil-A. Well, man, I haven't, and you're going to catch me on April 25th crying in the drive-thru as I eat. You know what they need to bring back? The bagels. Mm, I did They're so the much better than the chicken I salad. Like the I love the chicken salad sandwich. They haven't had those in, like, what? Eight years, crazy. yeah, it's since high school, bro. People come through asking, saying, I got that last week. I'm like, No, you didn't. <laughs> I promise you, didn't. you did not get the chicken salad. Well, they, they come up in here talking to me like they know the menu. I'm like, Dude, I work here, <laughs> they pay my bills. I know the menu better than you do. I promise. Plus, Raleigh Chick fil A does not have a spicy chicken biscuit until next Monday, and I'm very excited. So, we're well, not as privileged Jackson, as Jackson Chick fil A. We've got them, we've had well, them. Come get them. Start on April 25th. Hopefully, you don't have to drive to Jackson to get your spicy chicken biscuits. So, anyway, we got a lot of wide receivers to cover. And so, we're going to jump right in. And we're going to start with one Alabama wide receiver named Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, coming out of Alabama, he is 6'1", 179. Did not run his 40-time, no official time, because he tore his ACL later in the season. Uh, but most people think he's probably about a 4-3. Sawyer, I assume, based on your previous track record, that you like this Alabama receiver, Mr. Williams. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, I'm looking right now, and it says he's 6'2", 189. But that might be a stretch. I like the height. I, I, don't, think he's, yeah. I don't think he's 190 pounds. I don't know about that. These are the combine times. But okay, anyways. You know, maybe not, he ate a couple cheeseburgers and maybe he did. put on some maybe pounds. He, he was at Ohio State. It don't – this doesn't concern me, so don't take it as a concern. He did get overshadowed at Ohio State by a couple other guys we're going to talk about. Does that mean that those guys are better than him? I don't think so. I think he was just in need of the right position, and Alabama made him some money. Mm. I mean, his speed. I mean, he had over 1,500 receiving yards last year, 15 touchdowns. 
I mean, this is really his breakout year. Yeah. I mean, he really had one year to prove himself, and, man, he went above and beyond. I say he did that. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of the guy. He's got – obviously, he's a speed guy, but he, he had some physical plays at Alabama, too. Yeah. And 15 touchdowns, you're not going to get all those on long balls. A lot of those he had to run some good routes, you know, bully his way into the end zone. He, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, man. I've heard so many people say, like, oh, he transferred from Ohio State. Like, he couldn't break out. That is the dumbest argument. Like, one, if somebody is, like, transferring because they're not good enough, they're not going to go to Alabama. Like, ever. Like, that's just not what people do is transfer at wide receiver to Alabama to get more playing time. And so, man, you look at the guys that he was fighting for snaps with, and it was Garrett Wilson who we will talk about later, a lot of people's wide receiver one this year, mm-hmm. Chris Olave, which most people also have in the top five, and then Jackson Smith and Jigba that is one of the best who college knows? wide receivers already that I've seen. And so, like, yeah. if you're telling me at one time he was not quite as good as the this year's wide receiver one, next year's wide receiver one, and a top five for this year, I don't think that's really going to disqualify him from uh, being a good yeah. draft prospect. I, I so. mean – I don't, I don't think him being a lower-level guy at Ohio State, I mean, really barely doing anything, says anything negative about him. I just think he was behind those guys, and they basically told him, like, why would you take these guys' spots? Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. He went to Alabama, yeah. and everybody was talking about Mechie. Again, we'll talk about him. And he went down there and just took his job him 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I mean, again, anytime I see a guy that is – going against SEC defenses and doing the stuff that he's doing, like, that's a big deal. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. Um, like you said, uh, he's a speedster. Like, I saw an interview the other day. They asked him what his 40 time would have been, and he was like, I don't care what they ran. I'm the fastest. He's like, I'm the fastest person in this class. He's like, you just tell me what their 40 time is. I'm faster. And, man, I might believe him. Like, I don't. You, see his, you see him on the field – he can I think fly. There's, I think there's one guy we're going to talk about that's a little bit faster, but he's not near as good a receiver. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, man. But he's he's a freak. He's got good hands. He's a yak monster. Um, it's hard when I see him to not think Jalen Waddle, and that's such a lazy thing because they both got the mm-hmm. the Alabama helmets. But he's a stud. Um, how worried are you about his injury? I mean, ACL is always something to worry about, but at the same time, there's multiple guys in this list we're going to talk about that have had that issue um i'm somewhat worried about it but i'm really not i'm really not he's recovering really fast i mean anybody could tear their acl any day that's just football good word man i'm not kenny compare knows that yeah i i'm not super worried about it but i mean you can't ignore it either you know what i mean yeah yeah it's tough i mean obviously this isn't just a fantasy football podcast but Thinking through fantasy football, like probably not a win now guy. Maybe probably not a win now guy. Like he's probably going to miss like half the season. Um, but when I see a guy like Williams, he's got a massive ceiling. Like he could easily be the like in three years. If you told me Jameson Williams is the number one receiver from this class, like it would not surprise me a bit. No. Um, there are some holes in his game. Is there anything that you wanted to point out as far as like things you don't like about Williams? Yeah, I feel like sometimes he overuses his speed, if that makes sense. I feel like a lot of these guys don't really 
like there's one guy I want to talk about that channels it a lot better. Um, but I don't really see that as a weakness. I see maybe, you know, he, he is a little bit lighter than you would like. Um, but I'm not going to see here now like he has no weaknesses, but he doesn't have many. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish he was a little bit more physical. I think that's why I like Jalen Waddle a little bit more. Yeah, I'd agree. But And I don't really see Jameson being used out of the backfield like Waddle. But maybe he could be. I mean, speed is an unbelievable trait to have. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I mean, I think obviously everybody in this class has holes, um, but he is a pretty complete player. One thing as I was watching this film, and I don't even think I ever noticed this before getting ready for this podcast, but man, he does not block worth a crap. Like, and it's not even like he can't, he's just lazy. And so like anytime I see that, it, it really bothers me. But like there's plays where like, he just makes no effort if he's not the one getting the ball. Mm-hmm. Like he, there's several plays that I saw. I don't even watch all his games, but like where he just walks around on the field and gets his teammates killed. Yeah. And like when you're in college and you've got that kind of ability, maybe that's not as big of a deal, but that will not, I mean, that'll get a benched in the NFL. Yeah. And so I don't like that. He goes to the wrong team. They might not like that, but also like people say like, Oh, he's a wide receiver. Like blocking doesn't matter. Oh, it matters blocking matters in the NFL. Yeah. So we'll see, man. I, I do like Jamison Williams. Um, he's still probably around that like fringe top five guy for me. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I've got him at four. I've got him at four. Okay. A strong like four. Strong yeah, he's, four. he's moved around. Again, like when I'm viewing some of these guys, this is a super deep class. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys, we, you've got guys that we'll talk about that are pretty NFL ready. Yeah. And then you've got guys that are a little more raw, maybe a little more holes. We don't know if the game will translate, but their ceiling is going to be higher. And so we'll <laughs> get into that. That's why it's a tough class for me to rank. But number two that we're going to talk about today, his old teammate at Ohio State, one of them we mentioned, Mr. Chris Olave. Chris Olave measuring in at six foot, weighing 187, uh, had a really good combine, ran a 439 in the 40. And so athletically, like, He's a stud. He he did stay his senior year, which I've heard some interesting things about. A lot of people think that he should have just gone ahead and went to the NFL last year right. because he didn't really help or hurt his stock. Mm-hmm. Um, but smooth. I think player. he hurt it a little bit, but you know he got overshadowed by Garrett Wilson. He and did. We'll, we'll talk about Wilson a little bit later, but still, still a good prospect. Still looking at that like back of the first round, maybe early second. What do you yeah. What do you think about Mister Olave? I think he's an early second guy. Um, to me, I think he'll go in the first. But for me, I think there's other guys that are better. Um, you know, he he did get overshadowed by Garrett Wilson. I mean, you know, last year in 2020, he was like probably – I'd say he was probably the wide receiver one in Ohio State. And that alone is a big deal to me. I mean, that receiving room was loaded last year. I mean, in 2020, they had Jamison Williams as well. Um, I think he and Garrett Wilson are very similar, but they also have some differences. Uh, I'm a fan of the guy. He's a touchdown machine. Um, I like his route running. But I think almost everything he does, I think Garrett Wilson does a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, man. I mean, like, again, you can't watch his tape without just being like, dang, this guy's smooth. Like, it's just you can tell it's natural. Like, sometimes he doesn't even look like he's trying. Um, he's one of those guys that I was kind of saying, like, he's ready to produce. Like, I think you plug him in on an NFL team, like, 
he's going to be ready to start getting reps week one. I don't think his ceiling is quite as high as some of these guys because a lot of these guys are just athletic freaks, like have that alpha mentality where you can just see in their game, like they're going to be a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see that from Chris Olave. No. Maybe you're right that he could have like gone last year. Maybe we would have thought about him a little differently in that perspective, but he's not really a con- contested catch guy. He's just one of those guys that he's smooth. He's a good route runner. Um, he's made he some well in the really combine. physical plays though. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see, uh, he doesn't have that, like go up and get it to me. No. I, his hands are decent. Um, I, he just doesn't get me excited. I mean, I don't know why. No. Um, one thing I will say that I liked a lot about Olave is he's got something that a lot of people overlook is he waits until the like very last second to stick his hands out and get the ball. And so like thinking about corners defending him, they're like going off of him, looking at him. They have very little time to react because he yeah. literally waits at the very last second to stick his hands out and get the ball. And he can do that. He's got good enough hands to do it. Yeah. I'm a big so fan like of his that. body control as well. I mean, he yeah. turns, he gets the ball very well. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's just hard to read a receiver that's not standing there with his hands waiting on the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean he, he makes some guess. You see NFL's NFL receivers do that sometimes and they're open. It's a good ball. But they make themselves look too open and it gets intercepted. I mean, that happens. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like that. Um, anytime a guy stays a senior year, it's a little – it makes me a little nervous just because, like, if you look at, like, hit rate – I'm not an analytics guy whatsoever. Like, I'm much more a film guy. But once they stay that senior year, like, their hit rate drops off a good bit. And so, he – I think he's more polished than most of these guys, but I also right. think, like – he doesn't have the ceiling that, you know, the, the Traylon Burks do mm-hmm. or the Pickens do. Um, we'll talk about them in a second. But, yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. Um, I think he's probably rounding out that top five. He's probably in that five or six range for mm-hmm. me. Again, if you want a guy that's going to be stable, going to be a solid, like, wide receiver to most years, I think yeah. that's got Chris Olave written all over it. I mean, I've seen um, a lot of mocks have him going to the Saints and – you know, that might not seem like a great landing spot, but, like, people forget what Jameis Winston did with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Olave is on their level as Godwin and Evans. But, you know, maybe in a couple of years, gets a little weight on him, polishes his game a little bit. Who knows what can happen? I think he could be good in New Orleans if that's where he lands. But there's no way to tell right now where people are going. These mock drafts don't mean anything, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. And so a lot of this, again, landing spots, everything. But we'll see. I like Chris Olave. But moving on, we're going to talk about the Georgia boy, George Pickens. Listen up, Brandon. 6'3", yeah, Brandon Brown, all the Georgia boys. Get excited. We're talking about your boy. George Pickens, 6'3", Pickens, 6'3", 195, uh, ran a 4'4", in the 40 at the combine. That's I did quick. not expect that, man. Um, I don't know what the heck his draft capital is going to be. I don't, I don't know how the NFL – like, I think he could go mid-first round. He could also go, like, late second. And I think a lot of that is going to come down to what does the NFL think about his medicals. And we'll never see some of that stuff, but a lot of things go behind, like go on behind closed doors about medical yeah. stuff if – if there's some things that they see that says he's not ready, he'll go late. But if he yeah. goes first round, man, like I am so in on George Pickens. 
Yeah. Um, hey, tell me what you what you think about George Pickens. I mean, obviously, you know, he had the ACL injury. Um, it was a pretty bad one too. It wasn't just like a. I mean, a, a torn ACL is a torn ACL, but at the same time, there's severity of it. And his was pretty rough, but I mean, he came back, played in the playoff. Was it just the championship game, or was it the whole playoff? It was just the championship. I think it was right? just championship. Yeah, he had that one catch for like fifty something yards. Yeah, if I'm looking at these stats right now, and I'm pretty sure he only played in the championship. Five catches, 107 yards, and that he's made some of the most physical catches I've seen out of this class. And I mean, I'm not just talking like Moss and I do. I'm talking that ball is overthrown. He dives and gets it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, he's six three, so it makes it a little bit easier. But he's incredibly athletic. He's physical. He's a good route runner, yeah. and I mean, he, he's four four seven's fast. For I was about size. to say, bro, we don't talk like we get used to this kind of thing. He's a freak yes. athlete. Yes, I mean six three, pushing two hundred, running a four four seven as physical as he is. Mm-hmm. He's a beast, and I love again. He's a dog. Like when you watch his game, like alpha mentality, he believes he is the best player on the field at all times. And that's the kind of thing it takes to be a wide receiver one in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like when we talk about Chris Olave, like I just don't see it. When you look at somebody like Pickens, who does not have the stats that Olave has, mm-hmm. but he plays like he's the best player on the field. Yeah. And I, I love that stuff. Um, what were you going to say? Okay. So. He didn't just play in the championship. He played against Georgia Tech. He played against Bama in the um, semifinal. Okay. Not the semifinal, the SEC championship. SEC. He played against man. Michigan, and he played against Bama again. So, in the last game against Bama, he had one catch, 52 yards, which was yeah. amazing. But they ran the ball a lot that game because they had the lead. Yeah. Same thing with Michigan. He only had nine yards that game, one catch. Georgia Tech, I don't think he played very much at all. Like, at all. So. He had one catch, five yards, and then – two for 41 against Bama in the semifinal. I mean, numbers aren't everything, but at the same time, like, when he's on the field, he commands so much attention to the point where they can run the ball as well as they want to. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just – he's one of those guys that if he's on the field, you can't forget about him. Mm -mm. I mean, you you just can't. I mean, he's got wide receiver one written all over him. Um, yeah, he does. I think if he would not have missed the season, we might be talking about him as the number one and not like more of the like six, seven range that a lot of people have him at. Um, again, he's just got that alpha mentality, but he has always missed time. And like, obviously, we were talking about upside guys. Like, he has so much upside. And again, if he gets the draft capital, that means he's checking out in the NFL. And I'm, I'm so in, but. Yeah. There are some red flags just thinking okay. through, like, not a lot of stuff on tape. Yep. He got the injury history. You just don't know. Like, you're almost drafting him for what he could be. I don't and think he's mentally where some of these guys are either. I mean, you know, yeah, I agree. people get in his head very easily. You know, he got yeah. kicked out of the game against Georgia Tech a couple years yeah. ago. <laughs> I mean, things like that shouldn't be a big deal. But, like, to scouts, they're a big deal. They want yeah. a guy that can come on especially in the NFL, every single cornerback in the NFL is going to run their mouth. Yeah. I mean, you only hear about it when they, you know, players say something about it. But I guarantee you when he lines up his rookie year, those corners are going to be chirping at him. No, absolutely. Because they know they can get in his head. And that's – He's going to have to get that figured out, in my opinion. Yeah. He he throws guys around, too. That's what's funny. Is he, like, enjoys doing that little move where he just throws a defender on the ground. And some of that, I think he might have a little, you know – 
issues with with control but we'll see um we've talked about this like me and you personally i know but i think at least two of these guys maybe three of these guys from the consensus like five or six Mm -hmm. top guys i think two or three of them are gonna bust right and like pickens is one of those guys that if he hits he's gonna be a wide receiver one i don't really see a scenario where george pickens goes in and he's like a backup on a team like he's an okay wide receiver two for his career I think he's going to hit and he's going to be a stud or he's going to bust. And yeah, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to call this if I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That's cool. I'm leaning towards bust. But like you said, he could be an elite wide receiver one. We'll see, man. Or he could be one of those guys. You're like, what happened, whatever happened to George Pickens? He could be one of those guys too. So, but we'll see. You're spot on. We'll see. We'll see. I do like George Pickens a lot though. But not quite as much as I like our next guy, who I know you like quite a lot, too. We've been talking about him in the, over the last few days. One, Traylon Burks, mm. Arkansas wide receiver, measuring at 6'3", some say 6'4", 225, mm. ran a 4.55 in the 40, had a decent combine. A lot of people got nervous, whatever, about that 40 time, but – He's 6'4", 230 almost. I mean, that's still – he's flying. Oh, my gosh, man. I cannot stand these people who are like, oh, he had a bad 40. Let's – no more. Like, we talked about this in the wide receiver episode – or the running back episode, excuse me. People get bored, and they just want to move people up. Yeah. Traylon yeah. was the wide receiver one for the last six months, and then he, like, he tested at a four five five. It's still fast. And they were like, no, 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 he's – all of his film throw out the window. He's slow. Debo didn't have lightning speed in his car. No, man, you don't need if you watch his film, this is a problem. 40 times do not matter as much as game speed. Mm-hmm. Game speed is so much more important. And he does not get caught. He literally said that in one of his interviews. He was like, they asked him at his pro day, like if he was worried about the 40 time. And he was like, watch my film. Like nobody catches me. And you see him like over and over again in his film. People are, like, trying to get angles and just take a terrible angle because yep. they don't expect him to be as fast as he is. He's an Somebody athlete freak. size shouldn't be that fast. No, no. I mean, and there's so, one play that – I mean, it wasn't against a great team. I forgot who it was against, but it was a screen pass. He caught the ball three yards behind the line of scrimmage, 91 yards, and he, he was outrunning everyone. He was looking behind at people. I mean, I, I can't say enough good about this guy. I just Go can't. watch the Bama game. Yeah, like, I mean, that's ridiculous. all you got to watch. If you want to see what Trey Burks could be in the NFL, he is go so watch his physical. Alabama film. He's you so see physical. somebody bodying, I mean, bullying Alabama DBs, sign me up. I don't care. Sign me up. Um, yeah. He's a monster. Uh, there's definitely flaws in his game. Again, there's flaws in everybody's game. But he is an athletic freak. He ran an Arkansas offense that had a – I mean – Amazing. Who was the QB? Who was the QB at Arkansas? Is it KJ Jefferson? Is that exactly? I don't know. I mean, like he, he's, he's not somebody good. that we're talking about. He's fine. But like Traylon Burks ran that offense. Um, yeah. one thing that I appreciate, unlike Jamison Williams, he can block and he can block super well. He yes. knows how to use his size. He's not just a big guy that doesn't try. Like he he does use his side. He cares about blocking, and I man, I love that. He's good um, out of the backfield too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. They, I mean, they used him like they almost use him like a big slot guy in college. Yeah. Um, I've heard some people talking about like, oh, he's got a limited route tree, and maybe he does. I mean, 
I don't know if Arkansas necessarily knew how to use him, but what else do you think about it? He's got raw route running. It needs some work. Yeah, that's his biggest. But that, flaw that's in my nothing mind. Uh, NFL wide receiver coach can't fix. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously you can't teach everything as a coach, but I think this guy is a couple little things away from being AJ Brown in the right situation. Yeah, I could see. And it. I, I don't think it's far off. Like people said the same stuff about AJ Brown out of college. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think he's got a same, like a similar rise as like DK, AJ Brown. Like, I, he's got a, he's a big bodied athletic freak. And because of that, man, everybody is going to get nervous and say, like, oh, he just skirted by on his athleticism in college. He hasn't really had to try. He's going to get the NFL and he might hit a wall. Like, and again, some of these people are going to bust. He could be that it, it seems like it, but man, you watch him make a contested catch or you watch him outrun three dbs at his size like i just he everybody we're talking about could bust absolutely we said that but nfl scouts can't read wide receivers so we're not going to be able to read them but but just watching him play it's almost like if he's on the field and healthy who's stopping it i mean like obviously you can say oh jalen ramsey will duh sure but jalen ramsey plays for one team and Jair Alexander is another receiver. I'm mean, a corner who could probably do it, but they might be teammates. Yeah, man. When you when you see a guy like Traylon Burks catch a football and then lay down like a Derrick Henry stiff arm, it's insane. again. I don't care who he is. Like I'm in. Like yeah. I, I've seen a lot of guys again. They're overthinking it. Like. And, and and take it fantasy football, like, you got to be smart with the pick. I don't know where he's going to go. Like, I probably wouldn't trade up to draft a guy like Traylon. But, like, man, for an NFL team, That's what I did. people are going to want <laughs> – people are going to want a Traylon Burks on their team. Um, yeah. And so, we'll see, man. I Like, especially with the way that wide receivers are getting paid now, mm-hmm. that fifth-year option is going to be super valuable. And so I think we're going to have people coming off the board, first round wide receivers like crazy. This is becoming but, a wide receiver league, the NFL. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, still they, running backs who like. Yeah. Like nobody wide buys running backs anymore. But whatever. I love me some running backs. But Traylon's got a lot of speed. I want, I am praying that he does not bust. I need to see Traylon Burks just running things on Sundays. But yeah, whether I have him on fantasy or not, I want him to be. I just want him to be what I want him to be. I love and, it. I love it. Yeah. I, I, we need to get off of him before I – I know, man. I can talk about it for a while. He's top three for me, no question. But yep. most guys, wide receiver one, you know who I'm about to say? Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Chris Olave's less than better half. Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. 5'11", 183. He ran a 4-3-8 in the combine. Everybody loves Garrett Wilson. I'd probably say that he's the consensus, like, wide receiver one. Most people you see talking about the wide receivers love Garrett Wilson. Um, Obviously, everybody's got their guy. It's tough to argue with, and I see what people like about him, but I want to hear your thoughts first. What's the thing about He's not my wide receiver one. We just talked about him. But I think if if you're looking at it from a dynasty fantasy football standpoint, 
and you don't really know what you want to do. Let's say you got the number three overall pick, two running backs just went off the board. He's probably going to be your safest option. I think he's probably going to have the most immediate impact out of all these guys. And like we've said, and this applies, I'm not going to say it again because it applies to every one of these guys. Landing spot is the most important thing here. But if Garrett Wilson gets drafted by, I don't know, he could have guys go above him. But if he gets drafted by like the Chiefs or something, I don't I don't know what else you would want. Safest option. Yeah, I don't think he's there when the Chiefs I think he's gonna be picked yeah. earlier than that. If he gets on the Chief, he's a monster. Like yeah. and I think most people why he has they have him a wide receiver one is because he seems like the safest guy in the draft. Again. Long track record, as he says. I think he was the number one wide receiver coming out of high school. One or two, I can't remember. I read it earlier. But he had guys like Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and he was, like, he was the guy on offense. He has – he's probably, like, I mean, unreal route runner. Um, Just, I mean, he can do just about anything you want to do. Yeah, he really can. Um, and I think he's the most, like, NFL-ready. Like, we talk about – I don't know what yeah. Ohio State is doing. That Ohio State coach, like, give him a raise because he oh, is man. putting out – I'm going to say a hot take, and this is college football-related. And people – most people from South Carolina, especially Clemson fans, they know. won't agree with this. <laughs> I like Ohio State. I like what they're doing. They're fun to watch. I don't have an issue with them. Yeah. I mean, they get too much hate, in my opinion. We won't get into that. But Let's talk about Ohio State fans. I don't know any, so I don't have any beef with them. That's fair. Anyway, okay. wide receivers, hundred percent, love it. Uh, not gonna say anything else about Ohio State as a program, about the coaching, whatever. Anyway, wide receivers, studs. He's yeah. a freak. He outshone the guys that he's playing with. And again, could be the twenty twenty three wide receiver run and a top five receiver this year as well. I think he's the safest guy in the draft. You got a comp for Garrett Wilson? What do you What do you think when you see Garrett Wilson? It's okay if you don't. I don't. This is a hot take, and I don't know if I even want to say it. <laughs> say it. He's a lesser Jamar Chase. Wow. Similar play styles. I I like him, but I don't want to sit here and start comparing guys to Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, people who no. literally broke. Rookie receiving records. I yeah. feel like that's almost like a thing that people expect now. Like, who's going to break the record? Seriously, year? we're getting used to it, and that's not. It could the case. happen. They're special, but, and I, I don't know. Jefferson we'll and Chase are just on a different level from all these guys. But I agree. Wilson plays a lot like Jamar Chase. I think in the right situation, he could put up similar numbers. Does that mean he's as good as a receiver? No. But you know, I, that's probably my comp. See. What's yours? Man? I see, man, I see CD Lamb a lot mm. in his game. Um, a smaller CD? Yeah. Like he's got, he just, the way he plays, not necessarily like his, his like profile or anything like that, yeah. but the way he plays kind of reminds me of CD. Um, I think he, he has a high ceiling. Like I think there's a scenario where he's a, like fantasy wide receiver one. I think he's more likely going to be in that like wide receiver 15 range. I don't see his ceiling quite as high as guys like Traylon. Um, even guys like London and one other guy who we're going to talk about, but I think he has like a much more likely chance to hit that yeah. ceiling. Like, I think he's a lot closer to hitting that ceiling. I think his game is going to translate because of his play style. So 
I like Garrett Wilson. Anybody that's got a wide receiver one, I get it. I yep. mean, if you're an NFL team or a fantasy gamer, like fantasy, you're happy to have fantasy. Him on your team. I think he's the safest bet. One hundred percent. Like I, I would be, man, I'd be shocked if Garrett Wilson is the bust out of this class. I would too. Like that would be the biggest shock to me. Any of these guys, they you say Trey Lawn, I say all right. Like I see it. Even guys like Drake London, okay. If Garrett Wilson is the guy that busts, I'd be shocked. Like, I think that is the safest bet in this draft. But we'll keep moving, man. We'll keep moving. On to uh, Drizzy Drake London. Mm. USC. Drake London. I love Ace Drake London. Um, Drake is six foot four, 220 pounds. What are your thoughts on Drizzy? I was looking at his stats, and I was looking at some deep stats, like not just like receiving yards. Okay. His senior, not his senior year, his junior year, whatever, his last year at USC. This is crazy to think about. He commanded 45% of USC's passing offense. You're looking up some of the dominator Do ratings, you understand aren't you? how much that is? Yeah, that's ridiculous. 45%. And, I mean, you look at him, you're like, well, of course. He's a little Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. But he's not little. It's the easy comp. I was about to say little, little that's, Mike Evans. That's the easiest comp I can do, but I think he could be better. Yeah. Mike Evans. Ooh. And I'm not talking bad about Mike Evans. He's probably the most consistent wide receiver. In the NFL. Underrated. So underrated. He is yet to have a season under 1,000 passing yards. But I meant receiving yards. Eh, whatever. But he can do it all. He could pass. He can catch. <laughs> Drake London had 88 receptions last year. Yeah, that's a ton in a terrible uh, offense. Like, I'm a, yeah, USC was trash. I mean, like, and to come out of USC doing what he did, I mean, like, literally, if you're playing USC, the defense knows key up Drake London with everything you have. Yeah, I mean, and even he's with still the good quarterback stuff. play from USC, their offense was Jackson Dart to Drake London. That's all it was all day but long. It was enough. Oh, 100%. I mean, again, like, if you throw it within 10 feet of Drake London, he's coming down with the football. Yeah, I like, mean, jump balls, you know. Big. Got him. Big contested catch guy. He's, he's, a, he's a former basketball star. Yes, I, I was he was a highly rated too, basketball player. Highly. He played a couple games at USC. I mean, he, he's just arguably the most athletic receiver we're yeah. going to talk about, and he's the biggest. Yep. I mean, I think Traylon Burris is better. But I think Drake London might end up having a better career in the NFL. Yeah. I love the basketball player, like history. He looks like he's going up for rebounds and he's coming down with it. Um, His body control. He'll go up I'll, in the air and just adjust to the ball right mid-air. So yeah, it's such insane. good body control. Um, again, that go up and get it mentality. You can't teach that. And I know, like, I'm not going to say go watch highlights of everybody and that's going to paint you a picture of the kind of receiver they are, but go watch Drake London highlights. It's just circus catch after circus catch after circus catch. Um, He's big. He's strong. He doesn't have the like burst that a lot of these guys have. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like he's not going to make a ton of people miss after the catch. He's shifty. And like, he uses that. Well, he definitely uses his size. He's strong as he can be. And if you give him some open field, he can build Mm -hmm. that speed, but he's not a bursty guy. Um, But he's up there for me, man. He's, he's, 
Two or three, maybe one. I don't. I have again landing spot. We'll see. He's top but two for me behind. I don't know if he's two. We'll see, man. He might not be. But I like Drake London. I also like Drake. Maybe that's going into it. But he's yeah, a stud. He's a stud. I like him a lot. Might have to give me a Drake London jersey one of these days. But unless he plays for the Jets. Yeah, that would suck. That, that and would a lot suck. of people have him there, and I. Yeah. Anybody goes to the Jets, I. I don't want it. Just let Elijah uh Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. The other Elijah Moore. Let him let him run it there. We don't need another guy there. But I want Elijah Moore there. Please. I want God. Please. He's good. All right. Moving from USC to a little bit of a smaller school. We're gonna bit. talk about what did you say? I said a little bit. Just a little. We're gonna move to Western Michigan's receiver. Mr. Sky Moore, know what you're thinking. That's a linebacker that played for South Carolina. Incoke legend. Six years ago. But, no, if you're not from South Carolina, not six years ago, four years ago. But if you're not from the Carolinas, you never would have thought that. But Sky Moore, wide receiver, 5'10", 195, killed the combine, ran a 4-4-1. Pretty good size. I mean, like, there's guys that do well at that size. And this is when we get to a point where – We've talked about most of my top five guys, mm-hmm. but there's so much depth in this class. Yes. And Scott Moore is somebody who I heard his name a good bit, but like he's just been a consistent riser for me as I've watched more, like seen more about him. I really like him a lot. He's a small school guy. Like I said, he early declared, which that's mm-hmm. not super common for small school guys. And so that's a big deal. Um, I didn't really know too much about Western Michigan. And so I looked it up. Besides Corey Davis. And so, okay, I didn't even know Corey Davis went there. But mm. Corey Davis went there. Actually, a decent amount of NFL guys went to Western Michigan. Yeah. Can you Cal name Mizzou. another? Can you name another guy that went to Western Michigan? Off the top of my head, probably not. Greg Jennings. Oh. And he puts the game on his back. He puts so, the team on his back. I mean, <laughs> that makes me like Sky Moore. Also, you know, D. Eskridge last year, say what you want, yeah. but also a Western Michigan guy. But when I saw yeah. the Greg Jennings on the comms, I was like, man. Yeah. He's going to put the game on his I'm back. looking at Sky Moore right now. Got his numbers up. Not a numbers guy, but I love numbers. This man was a non-factor before this year. And he had – I mean, Dwayne Westridge uh, – Dwayne Westridge – Dwayne Eskridge was a stud, and so I think he was taking some of that. Again, anybody yeah. is a small school guy that's going to have the stones to early commit, like 95 catches, that's a lot. Yeah. He's, he's no Corey Davis. He's not that type of prospect, in no. my opinion. But he could be. I think he could be good. I think he is the best slot receiver in this class. Okay. I really do. I mean, like, again, watching some of his film – He's shifty, but he can come down with some balls that he should never catch. Right. Like, he plays super big for his size, even at 5'10". Um, he's got a really physical game, which, you know me, I love guys that are physical. He can block, which, again, NFL guys love that. That's going to get him on the field if he can block. Same thing with RBs. It's hard to project small school guys. Um, he actually played corner and quarterback in high school. And then once he got to college, they switched him to wide receiver. I thought that was interesting. And so maybe that's why he wasn't a huge factor, as he didn't know how to play the position until this year. But, man, he looks good. I think he's got the skills to succeed. Um, I've seen mocks with him to Kansas City or Green Bay. 
and dear God, like, please, please let him go to one of those guys. Because I, I mean, I think he's a guy, again, he's a slot guy. You plug him in. I think he's ready to go. Like, I think he could play right out of the jump. And to be a small school guy, just as, as shifty as he is, as physical as he plays in the slot, I'm in on Scott Moore. I like him a lot. Again, he's I'm a depth in, guy. So. He's not a top five guy, but big Scott Moore. If you fan. could somehow the get him. the limit. Yeah, if you could get him in the second round of your dynasty drafts. That's a win. That's a massive win. Yeah, that's a win. I, I mean, I've heard guys saying that he's going to go top, like first round in the NFL yeah. draft. Yeah. And so. Landing we'll spots, draft capital. That's what's yeah, important. We'll see. we'll see where he goes. I like him a lot. But one of my favorite guys in this class and – I've spent plenty of time talking about here. I don't know how I feel about it, but the North Dakota State product, Mr. Christian Watkins. I'm sorry, Christian Watson. Christian Watkins was a Clemson uh, lineman. But Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State, 6'4", 210, ran a 4'3", 6 in the combine. A lot of guys were like, oh, he might run a 4'5". Watson said, no, I'm around a 4-3-6. Freak athletically. He he really, like, a lot of people didn't know his name. I didn't know his name before the Senior Bowl. And then he really, like, showed yeah, out. He turned the it Senior up. Bowl. And so he might be the most, like, athletic specimen out of anybody in this class. I mean, you've got guys, again, like London. you got Burks. Strictly, we're talking combine. He's a freak. Like, guys that are 6-4-2-10 should not run a 4-3 yeah. anywhere near that. And so – He's a monster. Um, another small school guy, hard to project. His numbers are nothing crazy. Like, does not have the same numbers as a Sky Moore. He played 12 games, 800 yards last year, seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's the best season he had. And so that makes me a little nervous. But if you watch him, super flashy. Like, yeah. when he hits, he hits in the game. And it, I mean, like, most of his plays are like game changing plays. But, like, play in and play out, he doesn't shine or separate as well as you yeah. really would want him to. Especially you, at this uh, level. Yeah. What do you – you got any other thoughts on Christian Watson? Uh, I'm a big fan of his upside. Yeah. But I don't – I mean, again, from a dynasty fantasy standpoint, I don't think he's a very safe option necessarily. I think he'd be a great stash. He could end up blowing up. I mean, he like, he could end up having a career just like any of these guys we've talked about before. Do I think he will? No. But do I think he can have a solid NFL career? Yeah, I think he can. He definitely has the ability. There's no question about that. I can't remember a guy that I thought about like him that I genuinely – I think he has – I mean, honestly, I think he has the highest ceiling in this class. Yeah. I also think he has the lowest floor in this class. He could end up being a guy that – Gets drafted and you don't even like remember. Who you he is never hear years. from him again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, genuinely, he, he. But bro, if you watch his highlights, they're so good. Mm-hmm. All you can think about is man, if this guy hits like top ten receiver in the NFL. Um, again, flashy guy. He's such a good separator at his size. Yeah. It's just so rare. I mean, he dominates guys in his profile. And I want to be – everything in me is, like, just be the biggest, most obnoxious Christian Watson fan. But I just can't decide. It's just such a big jump to try to go from, like, FCS to NFL. But yeah, I think you hit it on, like, if you can stash him, get him at a good value, we'll see. Uh-huh. It's 
Like he could either be top 10 wide receiver or like bottom 50. And yeah. so we'll see. So I like Christian Watson a lot. I'm still torn, but we'll see. I think he's probably one of the most controversial guys in this class, but moving on, moving on, man. Uh, a, a favorite that I've seen, a favorite that I've seen a lot of people talk about is Jahan Dotson. Right. Penn State, 5'11", 178. He is a senior. Uh, what do you think about Jahan Dotson? I mean, if K.J. Hamler was better, this is what you're looking at. Hmm. Um, you know, same school. That was just an easy comparison. But yeah, he could be the best receiver in this class. Do I wow. think he is? No, not at all. High takes. Oh, okay. But if he lands in the right team, he could be just as good as any of these other guys. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's a first-round pick. He could be. I don't think he is. Uh, I, I think, think he's, he's a mid-second, mid late-second guy. Yeah. But if he ends up in the right spot, he could do some crazy stuff. Uh, that game against Ohio State he had last year was ridiculous. I mean yeah. – he commanded so much attention. I mean, he's a senior, so he's definitely got his experience. He's been good since he's been there, not elite, but last year he took a step up and it was just he's amazing. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah, he did. I, I like his film a lot. He's got burners. I mean, he his game speed is so good. He played outside mostly, but like they use him in the slot some. And so NFL teams are gonna like that. He wins with route running and like speed, and like that's gonna translate. I couldn't get over how hype Penn State's white uniforms are. I was watching the snow game against, like, Michigan State. And that man, game was crazy. Bro, so sick. And he Couldn't went off him. in that yeah, game. But, yeah, so sick. Um, he's probably my favorite route runner in this class. Mm -hmm. I like his game. It's hard for me to see a guy like Jahan Dodson being a bust. And so, yeah. like, I think he's got – I don't think he has – I don't think I see him as a wide receiver one anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I think he's going to get his. I think he's a safe option. But I think he'll be on a decent team. And he'll be their a really decent second option. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a good slot guy, and yeah. so I think he could have seasons where he might finish as a wide receiver one. I don't think that's going to be as like average, but right. we're going to keep it moving. We're going a little long today. I got a lot of guys. Yeah, we got uh, David get Bell. David Bell, Purdue, six one two twelve. What do you think about David Bell? Well, you know, I don't think he's the best Purdue receiver that I've to come out of Purdue the last couple of years. Uh, I still think Rondell Moore is going to – he has potential to blow up, and I, and I think he will. But who knows? He might not. Um, I like David Bell. I like his size. I like his athletic ability. I mean, he commanded – I mean, he was just such a big part of their offense last year, 93 catches. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of the guy. I think he's really good. But I don't see him being – an elite receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he just has not impressed me a ton. He had a ton of hype no. going into the offseason. He might have had the worst combine that I've ever seen for, like, a guy that was supposed to be as good as he is. He ran a 4-6-5. Yeah. He, like, his agility stuff was not good. Like, he's just not that athletic of a dude from, like, a testing standpoint. And that's fine. Like, I mean, again, that being said, like, his film looks good. He's got, like – he's a technical guy. He can play everywhere. I think he's one of those guys that can do just about anything you're he's like asked to do. Yeah. But man, I've seen people say he's gonna be like Devontae Adams. 
And like, no, no, I'm not in the same zip code no. as that comp. I mean, like I, and we're going to look up 2025. David Bell might be the wide receiver one and everyone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, man, those guys are stupid. But to me, yeah. I see Rashad Bateman and like, I think he's one of those guys where he's good at just about anything, but he's not really like standout phenomenal at, at like, like again, a good dynasty stash. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, like, I, he just does not seem like a guy that's going to take over a game. Mm-hmm. I want to look for alphas. I want to look, again, that dog mentality. Give me guys who are going to take over a game, take over an offense, and I don't see David Bell as that guy. Maybe Speaking you can get of it for alphas, value. Who we got next? Okay. Maybe you can get it for value, but I'm out. You're we're right, going to talk about Khalil Shakir. Um, we're just going to brush over him just since we, we want to get to a couple other guys before we close it. But Boise nice. State guy. He was a senior year breakout. I've seen his name pop up a lot. He's a big play machine. Um, I like his film a ton. He's a separation guy. Um, six foot, 190, 4'4". Yep. What you think? I'm joking about the alpha for him. I'm, I'll be honest. I was looking way too ahead. I was looking at Justin Ross, who we'll talk about in a minute. But I like this guy. He had some really, really impressive catches. Yeah, his competition wasn't that good in college. He was at Boise State. But, I mean – Boise State is a good football program. But I don't know. I don't really see this guy being anything. But I think he could be, you know, a fairly decent NFL receiver. But he'll never – I don't – I'm saying this. You can clip this if I'm wrong, whatever. He will never – We'll clip it. Be a wide receiver one. Yeah, I don't I don't see it, man. I mean, he had a good senior bowl. Um, he played against subpar competition. And, like, against those guys – he was the best player on the field, no question. Right. Who knows it's going to translate. He's a dart throw guy for dynasty um, or for fantasy. But, I mean, I like him okay. But we'll keep it moving. You said his name, so. I'm out on uh, Khalil Shakir, by the way. Oh, I'm, I'm cautiously open. All right. Talk about the next guy we got. Dustin Ross. I'm a Gamecock fan. You know, I can't like this guy until he's – completely away from Clemson. But when he was healthy before his injury, to me, I was thinking, D-Hop? I mean, he has that ability. His injury was really bad, though. And that brings a lot of concern for me on Ross. Ross hurts me, man. Hmm. Every time I see Justin Ross, all I can mentally see is him, like, one-handing a ball, sideline catch, 2018, national championship. If you don't know, I am a Clemson homer, but I can't do Justin Ross. Like, 6'3", 210. He ran, like, a 4.63 at the pro day. His pro day was not good. He's just not it. And, like, he's not that fast. He's shifty. He can make just about any catch. And literally, if you look at Justin Ross – Look at his film. It's two different guys. If we're yeah. if we are dra- like honestly, if we're drafting 2018 Justin Ross, he's my wide receiver one, no question. I am the biggest Justin Ross guy. Yeah, but this is not 2018 Justin Ross. Ross had a congenital fusion in his spine. I don't know what mm-hmm. the heck that means, but it's bad. He had neck surgery. He was off the field for a year and a half, 18 months. He had surgery on his foot. 
in the offseason. He was recommended by some doctors to never play football. Oh, yeah. I mean, they literally thought he might not step on a field again. And ever since he did step on the field, like, he was not the same player. Mm. I mean, yeah, like, say what you want about Clemson's offense. Clemson's running back maybe could have been a better QB than DJU this year. But you can't blame everything on the offense. He he just is not the same guy. And I wish I just, he was. I want to like him, but – I can't do it. There might be value in a, in a rookie draft. We're in the Carolinas, and so there's way too many homers. They're going to take him way higher than he has any business plan. Saved us from that in our league. He did, but – You don't have to throw names. I will have zero shares of Justin Ross. But Same. 2018 will always have a special place in my heart. I mean, if but, I could somehow pull him in the fourth round, which is impossible, I, sure. I'm still I'm not taking him. I'm, I think I'm out, bro. I'm out. We'll see. We'll see. I hope he – man, I hope I'm wrong, but – the consensus, the consensus on Justin Ross, we're out. No, stay away. Not for us. Speaking of which, John Mechie, the trace, the third, Bama, 5'11", 187. Talk to me. I'm out. I mean, That's it. he had a good season. I mean, you can't look at his stats and say he had a bad season. I mean, that'd be ridiculous. Nice, his catches. Over 1,100 yards in the best, eh, second best passing offense in the country. <laughs> I mean, he got completely overshadowed by Jameson Williams, who is a I'm monster. Close. That's going to happen. Sure. Yeah. But Mechie, he's the best pass blocker in this class, in my opinion. You watch him play, he is so physical. That dude loves to just, yeah. he loves contact. That hit against Florida in the Maybe. SEC championship a couple of years ago. Yeah. Put the deal on his butt. But I just don't. See him translating. Plus, he had a really bad injury. It just—it's a storm brewing for a bust. Yes, I—I'm biased in a bad way because I just, man, people love Bama players, and like, I like the—I like the good ones, but like, it just makes me so mad when people are so overinflated. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good route runner, man. He is a good—he's a decent slot guy. He's not that fast. Not much burst. I don't like his hands. He's not going to make wild plays. I don't know how he really wins at the next level. Like, I, he just screams third receiver on a team for me. And, like, again, I'm thinking fantasy football, real, real world football. Like, he's fine. He's going to, he's going to be on a roster. He's going to get playing time. Yeah. But to me, he's just a body that gets a ton of exposure because he was catching Bryce Young's balls. Right. All year, just Bryce Young is so underrated. By the so, way, I mean, he's a freak. And so, like, you want a Heisman, he's put, underrated. You put any of these guys in this offense, they're going to produce like John Meshi, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I have zero interest in John Meshi. Unless you have anything to say, we will, we'll move on. I have one thing to say. Say something. I'm out. <laughs> Sawyer Evans stamp of disapproval. Sawyer's out. One more guy before we do something a little fun. We're going to talk about Wandale Robinson. Wandale coming out of Kentucky, 5'8", 178. So he's a little bit of a, you know, he's a he's a shorter man. But yeah. he ran a 4-4-4. He is a Canadian product. And so, you know, I like the Canucks. But let's he's a fun player. He probably has some of my favorite film out of anybody. What are you uh what are your thoughts on Mr. Wandale? Uh I don't like his size, man. He's going to get thrown around the NFL. Yeah. Because be Kentucky used him like a Debo. And this dude cannot function like a Debo in the NFL. He will die. 
so he played run he played running back in high school uh like he was kind of that wide back type and he's so freaking quick so shifty he's so explosive i'm just not i'm out on small players like that like the hit rate on little gadget guys in the nfl is so low you mentioned rondell moore i love rondell moore i am hoping so hard for a comeback season but he did nothing last year and wandell's not rondell in my mind like i I like rondell moore so much more than robinson and so everybody's looking for that next debo right now but he would die on the field first quarter if a team tried to use him like debo in the nfl he's just not that guy he's not that physical he's small and in my opinion hot take he's the second best five eight receiver in this class i like it i like it we'll get to that you want to hear one thing about wandell my, my NFL comp, if you guys remember this guy, it'll tell you all you need to know about Wandale. Former teammate, Lynn Bowden Jr. Mm. Ever heard of him? Not if much. You didn't watch SEC football? <laughs> you haven't. He was good in the SEC. But, man, Wandale is a worse than Bowden. I like Lynn Bowden more when he was at Kentucky. It's just and not going to translate. Bowden can't That's do it. it. Wandale can't. I hope we're wrong. Okay. I'm pulling for all these guys, but I, I'm, I'm out. On. I'm and out. And so – that's our main guys. Those are most of the consensus guys. There's a couple other names. Some people are throwing a Jalen Tolbert in there. Like, go do your homework. Maybe you'll like him. But to close us off today, I thought about doing something a little fun. We're going to name a sleeper. We're going to throw a dart on a guy that's not in the consensus top 10, maybe not even top 15. It's a Sawyer. Tell me a guy that people are not talking about enough. Not talking about enough, or somebody I think is going to be a special team star. That's Vilas Jones give me Jr. A, give me a sleeper. Vilas Jones Jr. from Tennessee. I mean, elite speed, but he's old. He's been playing he's college football since. Yeah, he's been playing college football since 2017. Dude's old, and that's just when he started recording stats. I don't know if he was like redshirt his freshman year. I don't know. It might be 2016. 2017. Either way. He is an old dude. We graduated high school in 2017. Yeah, and that man was – yeah. And he's just now getting drafted. That's a red flag in itself. Yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, by the time he's done with his rookie contract, he's out of his prime. Like, yeah. I mean, at Tennessee, he was good last year. That passing offense was just ridiculous with Hendon Hooker. But he wasn't the best receiver on that team. He was the fastest. There's no question. I think he – is going to have a really good career in special teams, but yeah. that's probably it for him. Yeah. I think his speed, his shiftiness, his vision is good. And man can fly. He is if so you fast. saw his combo, he's so fast, but this is his prime. Like, he's 25. Yeah. He's five years older than some guys in this class. I think he's going to get drafted by a team late. Yeah. And, and they're going to say, you're going to return punts, and you're going to return kicks, and you're going to be good at it. And that's going to be the extent of it. He might get a couple of receiving touchdowns here and there, but Jamal Agnew, that's that's probably my comp. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, so, I'm not going to hate faster. too much. Yeah. I guarantee you, you're going to see a Vila Stone like, return highlight on ESPN yes. real soon. Yes. And so he'll get on the field with special teams. If he was younger and I knew he was going to get on the field with special teams, like maybe he does get a breakout. Yeah. But as old as he is, man, like I think this is already his ceiling. But – I agree. But I like it. Most people are not talking about Vilas Jones from Tennessee. So mm-hmm. I like the little, you know, hometown, hometown guy. A little something, something. A little something, something. I want to bring up Calvin Austin, the third out of Memphis. 
Even and I mentioned the Wandale. Bro, I, that is hometown <laughs> Memphis guy. Unfortunately. He uh, – I mentioned earlier, Wandale Robinson is the second best 5'8 guy in this draft because Calvin Austin is in this draft. 5'8", 170. He's a little man, but he ran a 4-3-2. Yep. Do you remember the Mississippi State game where they, like, muffed the punt and the Memphis guy, like, grabbed it and ran it back? Mm-hmm. Calvin Austin. He is the shortest and the lightest player at this year's combine. He is a little man, but he is the best separator that I think I've seen. He had the best agility drills at the combine. He is an unreal athlete. He's just a very tiny man. But he had a 40-inch vert. He can catch jump balls. He's got crazy hops. And yep. I already told you, like, I don't really like short gadget guys. But, man, when I see him, you know whose game I see? Say it. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Google will tell you that Tyreek is 5'10", but dig deeper. Tyreek is not 5'10", bro. Tyreek is 5'9". Some say Tyreek would be 5'8". And when he was coming out of college, he was about his size. A little, little heavier than my boy Calvin. But you watch his game, he's not a gadget guy. He plays – there are flashes of Tyreek. And I'm not saying there is no Ty, other Tyreek Hill. There is only one Tyreek Hill. Right. But this is a guy that takes the top off of defense. This is a guy who, man, he uses his speed not just to be a little guy that's, like, running away from people. He is aggressive. He uses it to gain power in ways that most small guys don't. Mm-hmm. And, man, he specializes in making people look absolutely silly. And he spent four years in Memphis, Tennessee. This dude is not scared of anything. Yeah, man, he's he's seen things. I guarantee he's you. He's seen Memphis, things, I promise. He's seen things that most men will never see, and he's still out here. I'm an hour away from Memphis. At 5'8". Memphis. I'm scared of Memphis, and it's Sorry. an hour down the interstate. And just to put this in perspective, I knew you in, like, seventh grade. You were taller than 5'8 in seventh grade. Seventh grade? Maybe. I'm pretty sure you were taller than old Calvin Austin in seventh grade. But he's out here in Memphis. He's living. He has such an uphill battle. No one has really done it at his size. And so there's such a small chance that he actually hits. But, man, he is a game breaker if he can make a name for himself. He survived four years in Memphis, Tennessee. I want a public service announcement. Public service announcement. I've heard that Andy Reid listens to our podcast. And so Andy Reid draft him. Tyreek did Tyreek things, and he's in Miami now, living it up. Just draft Calvin Austin. And let him do Tyreek things. Put him in the put him in his position. He'll fit right in. You need him. Yeah. MVS is not that guy. But I can guarantee on, you this. Calvin Austin, guaranteed. You heard it here first. Guaranteed. He will be the rookie of the year on my Madden 23 season. There we go. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. For a second, I was like, okay. We're about <laughs> to lose a lot of listeners here. It's gonna be like Traylon Burks, but that's okay. We will we'll see. We'll see. But that about wraps it up, man. Anything else you want to say to the lovely men and women who listen to the CTE podcast? Uh, you know, Brandon, we hyped up your boy. I hope you liked it. Uh, anything else I got to say? Um, again, with Calvin, this man went four years in Memphis without getting shot that I know of. Maybe he did. Accomplishment in itself. That alone. It's because he's he, so fast. He's he one on one. Everybody. The Jaguars need to draft him first overall just because of no, that. Oh, no. Yeah. Kansas City. Kansas City. Andy? Please. You're our guy. Andy. You're our main make listener. Our, make our night. Do it. It's just Kansas City and his family. That's 
Andy Reid and his kids are our main listeners, but we love it. Yeah. So that'll do it. Those are our wide receiver hot takes, cold takes, everything in between. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you soon with a ETC episode real soon. So thank you for listening. This is Jacob Witt for Sawyer Evans. Goodbye. Goodbye.